Hi, this is Maria. This is Sarah. And welcome to The The Ridge Ridge Podcast. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to episode 15. And uh, for those of you who don't know, this is our second take. So Yeah, take two. <laughs> and but I'm we throwing it out there. We were only like five minutes into the first take. We were only take. like five yeah. minutes in. But I will, I'm throwing it out there because I want to give a shout out to Zach. And I did that in the first one and I'm doing it again. <laughs> yeah. Zach is our amazing sound guy. And he comes every week and he does our sound for us, which is like critical. Like We, the, have, we have great... We do. We have great people here. We do. We got Zach. We got Dustin. We got Andrew. We've right. got a lot of people helping us right. out because with this, this podcast. Because this is a production. Yep. It's not just Maria and Sarah talking. Like there's people who help us make this happen. And yeah. so because why? Because we're professional podcasters. Yeah. According to Zach. <laughs> and so I'm gonna throw that out there because it makes me feel really good. <laughs> it's like anyway. Batman and <gasps> Robin. Don't reveal my secret identity. You're not Batman. Oh, you're right. Dang, did I just reveal my secret you identity? You did. You did it to yourself. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Let's get us rolling into this podcast this week. Yep. So we've been kind of in a natural progression um, with the last couple of podcasts, really since we began. Yeah. You know, we, we really have. God's been really working us uh, towards a specific direction. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that's, since I've come here, you know, I... I often visualize like a wave right like we're like we're this wave that's like building um and eventually we're gonna reach like the the crest and we're just gonna flow you know like there's just gonna be this outpouring of Mm. um spiritually mature believers in this church that are going to impact our community and our families and our world and so it's a beautiful thing that's kind of where like how i see this podcast is we're we're like building into this um this wave that's that's coming out of southridge Mm -hmm. so that when it eventually reaches its point where peak where god is like all right it's time to time to roll man we're gonna be we're gonna be ready to roll so we talked about you know, how to um, rebuild consistency mm-hmm. in crisis, which mm-hmm. is really important for us to begin to kind of get ourselves back on track um, in a world that's very chaotic. And yes. then we've also talked about, um, you know, like how do we define our focus when there's so many distractions, which is everything in the world right now. Um, and so one of the things that helps us to define our focus is, uh, you know, the Bible says that we t- are to turn our hearts and our minds um, vertically. Right. Towards, towards and we talked G- about that last right, week. Towards Jesus. Our vertical focus. Um, right. And uh, and when we do that, then it ends up um, creating a horizontal effect and it, it spills into our everyday personal lives. life, our right. everyday life. And mm-hmm. so so if you haven't heard that podcast yet, go ahead and take a listen. Um, but now we're going to move into some of the things that you can do um, to keep your focus um, on Jesus. So, I, and I love it that you said things that we can do. Right. Because when we move into this podcast, this podcast is on spiritual disciplines. They are things that we need to do. Right. They don't just happen to us. Right. We have to discipline ourselves. That's what that word yes. means. Yes. And I'm all about discipline, man. I'm oh, like, I know. Boom. <laughs> Military if you, Maria. If you want to talk about... <laughs> 
high discipline. This is the person to talk to. So, but you know, when it comes to spiritual disciplines, that's, that's something as I've been doing research and, um, and talking with different people, that is something that is like, we talk about a lot, but it's not really clearly defined. Mm -hmm. And it has become, it has become a little bit of a, a worldly terminology, Mm -hmm. right? Because spirituality can mean just about anything to anybody at at this, at this stage in life. right? Right. So, um, when we talk about spiritual disciplines as a Christian, we're actually talking about um, an increase in our um, our purpose. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So our, our relationship in our relationship, mm-hmm. our purpose is becoming more Christ-like. Yes. And in the world, it could mean a whole plethora of other things. Mm-hmm. Like spirituality can mean something completely different to a Buddhist than it does to a Christian. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, so that is really important. So when we, what we're talking about today is why are spiritual dis- disciplines so important for a Christian? Mm-hmm. And what does the Bible say about that? Um, First and, Timothy, can I read this real yeah, quick? Yeah, absolutely. That's First, where I was rolling, man. You were going like, in. You were, okay, yes. all right. Well, First Timothy 4, 7 says, discipline yourselves for the purpose of godliness. So when we talk about spiritual disciplines, that is a very clear outline. That's what we're trying to do. We are trying to become like Christ. We are trying to grow in godliness. Yes, absolutely. Um, and again, it's, it's for the purpose of... Um, in being in relationship with God, but also then being a model of what that looks like um, for the world. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so when we talk about spiritual disciplines, let's first outline what they are and what they are not. There we go. Yes. Perfect. And so, um, so this is actually um, a book that I got from Pastor Mark in his shout out to Pastor Mark archive of knowledge. Um, but this book is called Cele- Celebration of Discipline, and it's the path uh, to spiritual growth. And it's written by Richard J. Foster. And I'm just going to read, you know, what he what he outlines in his um, table of contents here. Um, he says that there are there are three different kinds of disciplines as far as there's inward disciplines, mm-hmm. there's outward disciplines and corporate disciplines. And so yeah. um, the inward disciplines are meditation, prayer, fasting and study. And with the inward disciplines, those are personal, personal disciplines. Thank you for that clarification. Right. So things that you can do on your own. Right. Yep. Um, and then there's outward disciplines. So things that you do that are kind of actionable. Um, they can they can be something that uh, people see you do. Mm-hmm. So um, simplicity. So living a simple life. Solitude. Submission and service. So those are outward disciplines. And then corporate disciplines, so things that you do as a body of Christ, um, are confession, worship, guidance, and celebration. Um, So what is not included in that list, uh, which I've seen in a couple of different ones, is uh, like journaling. Oh, yeah. Journaling is not a spiritual discipline. Journaling is a way that you can study. (laughs) But that's what I think we've, we've kind of twisted is we've we've defined spiritual disciplines as like uh, we've almost taken it into the therapy realm of here right. are some things that you can do to cope you know or to to help outline your thoughts or whatever but those are not the actual spiritual disciplines those are not and how do you written in the bible right and how, that's you just said it that's how you know what a spiritual discipline is right. if it's in scripture if it's outlined in scripture that is considered a spiritual discipline something to push us towards godliness and holiness exactly so if you're looking to do creation care, of course, God cares for his creation, yes. but that is not outlined as a spiritual discipline. Right. And so what we often will hear is somebody saying like, 
that's great that you study the Bible, but I see God in nature. And it's like, that may be true, but that's not actually a spiritual discipline. Right. That's a way that you can feel connected mm -hmm. individually and help you to be meditative and help you to pray. Um, but it's not actually a spiritual discipline. And so we've, we've gotten as a culture into this comfortable realm of defining our own spiritual disciplines and, um, and using them as excuses um, to not actually participate in a lot of these other things, especially the corporate ones, you know, like mm -hmm. I, I do this, I don't need the church. You know, I, we hear that all the time. Like I, I can have a relationship with God on my own mm -hmm. and I can do all these things on my own, but it's clearly outlined in scripture that there's a part of that that's true, but that corporate is also a part of us being a disciplined disciple of Christ. So, um, so those, so when we talk about it, what they are and what they are not. Right. That's important to define. Um, they are activities. They are not attitudes. So mm -hmm. maybe that's a mm -hmm. good distinction for people. Yes. Yep. And so whether it's um, a, a personal activity or whether it's a um, outward activity or a corporate activity, there is action in that, which means you actually have to do something. Right. They are practices. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. And so that's where we get into, you know, like what discipline is. So discipline is where transformation happens. So, um, you know, like I work out regularly. Um, it is something that um, I have learned has helped me regulate physically as, as well as mentally. Like it's not mm -hmm. something that I just do so I can be thin because that ain't never going to happen again. <laughs> um, but it is something that helps me kind of um, focus and my mind is so busy all the time that when I work out, that's kind of where I can be singularly focused on what I'm doing. Um, and so it's a discipline that started when I joined the military and I was forced to do it, but it became a habit for me and it, um, continues into my life today. But one thing that they, they always say about any type of activity. So one, when you're building a new habit, it takes a long time, like 21 days. Um, and then when you're when you're exercising, you know they'll they'll say after four weeks, personally you'll see some differences. After eight weeks, your family, those closest who see you every single day, will notice some differences. And then after twelve weeks, that's when other people will notice mm -hmm. the differences. And when it comes to any type of discipline, especially spiritual, this is not meant to be a one and done. This is meant to be something that you build upon, that you practice. Mm -hmm. um, that's the the biggest thing is because. When you, when you start out, and I'll go back to the, to the working out because that's what I know, but when you start lifting weights for the first time, you know, you're going to be like, how do I do this? You look like a baby deer when you're doing lunges, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like wobbling all over the place. And, but the more you practice, the more you do things, the better you become at them, right. the stronger you get, and the right. more comfortable you are talking to other people about right. it. Right, right. So the goal of practicing any discipline, whether it's what you're talking about, Physical. right, mm -hmm. or a spiritual discipline is not, it's not really about, we have to, we have to be in a place where we're doing the work, but mm -hmm. it's really not, that's not the end goal. The right. end goal is not the doing, it is the being, whether yes. it's being physically yes. strong yes, or whether it's being spiritually minded, whether it's being Christ-like, but mm -hmm. scripture tells us, and the, right. Scripture yeah. tells us in the verse that I read in First um, Timothy that clearly our goal is godliness. Mm -hmm. So even though we have to do, mm -hmm. 
um, and practice spiritual disciplines, that's not the end goal. Right. The end goal is being more like Christ. Right. And let's let's take a look at, um, if you have your Bibles, let's take a look at 1 Corinthians, because um, there's something in there that is specific about the need for self-discipline. And so it's 1 Corinthians, it's 9 verses 24 through 27. And so what it says here is, uh, do you not know that in a race all the runners mm. run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the mm -hmm. prize. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so when we look in the notes, because again, if you have a, a study Bible, you have notes and they're, they're really great for kind Very of reframing helpful. and... Um, and so it talks about, you know, winning the race requires purpose and discipline. Paul uses this illustration to explain that the Christian life takes hard work, mm -hmm. self-denial, and persistent preparation. Mm -hmm. As Christians, we are running toward a heavenly reward. The essentials of prayer, Bible study, and worship, along with numerous other spiritual right. disciplines, equip us mm -hmm. to run with vigor and stamina. Mm -hmm. Don't merely observe the grandstand. Don't just turn out to jog a couple of laps each morning, train diligently, yeah. your spiritual progress depends on it. Right. And I'd just like to make another point about we are not equipped to determine what is good for our own spiritual health. Right. Um, it's just like he's talking about running the race. Mm -hmm. We are not equipped to determine what is best when I'm running a marathon. What did we end up doing when we were running our half marathon? Died. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> we died. That too. But when we were getting closer to all of those miles, we were really yeah. racking up the miles. We consulted with people who mm -hmm. yes. had run, yes. right? So what the what Bible is... What we eat? What kind yes. of, what kind of uh, pre-workouts do yes. we take? Like we, we asked What for, kind of shoes do we wear? And actually, I even asked about socks because yes. I didn't want to get blisters, like that kind of thing. So we were... We were diving in and figuring out from somebody who knew better than us right, right. how to run the race well. So what he's saying here is we need to dive into Scripture. Scripture is the only guide for this, right. for spiritual disciplines. Absolutely. So mm -hmm. 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17 says, All Scripture is breathed out by God and mm -hmm. is profitable for, write it down, teaching, reproof, correction, training in righteousness that the man of God may be complete and equipped for every good work. So it's telling us right here in 2 Timothy that the word of God is what equips us yes. to be godly and Christ-like, which is the goal of spiritual disciplines. Absolutely. So here's, here's the scripture right here. Mm -hmm. That is our... That's our basis. That's our guide. Yep, absolutely. And so one final thing that disciplines are for us is they are protection for us. Um, and so when we are regularly practicing mm -hmm. these disciplines, um, what it gives us is, is it gives us truth to defend against the lies. Um, it gives us um, top cover from, you know, against Satan you know, like we've got we've got our eyes turned heavenward, and uh, and so Satan has a has a hard time getting in there because he can't be in Jesus's presence, right? And so if we're constantly in Jesus's presence, meditating on the things of of, of those of the Word and mm -hmm. of the world above us, and um, then we, it's hard for him to get a hook in, and um, it's it's protection against like identity crisis because when we know 
um, who we are in Christ. Who we are in Christ, then we we don't need to worry about what our identity is in the world, um, and it keeps us from being scripturally weak to to help you know minister to those around us, but also right. keeps us from backsliding so into old patterns of behavior. Um, so so these disciplines are protection mm -hmm. for us, right? Um, and they're not meant to be something that is. Uh, uh, like a weight, like a laborious thing, you know, where we feel like, oh, oh, I got to read my Bible again. <laughs> you know, like I got to pray again. It's, it's, that's not what God is looking for. He's looking for your heart and the transformation that comes from that. Um, the more you practice and it might start out that way. It might start out like this is strange. <laughs> this doesn't feel like it, I got to re reshape my routine and stuff. But the more you do that, the more comfortable you get and your heart becomes soft and receives what is being said or what you are doing. Um, so those are the, those are the three things that are three reasons why, um, mm -hmm. disciplines are so important. So again, it's a way to grow closer to God and, um, and to, to godliness, um, it's where discipline is where transformation happens and, uh, discipline is protection, right? Practicing these things is protection. Mm -hmm. So then what do you do? Like, what are, like, what do you do? So we kind of talked about how we're going to roll this out. And, um, and we think that the way that we're going to talk about these disciplines is we're going to start with one mm -hmm. and we're going to like deep dive into that one discipline and right. we're going to practice ourselves. Um, and you know, Sarah being Baptist formerly <laughs> is a little more, is a little more in it, in, like, she's like the scripture guru. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't say that, that but I do love the out. word. Right. I do love the word. Right. And so, um, so what the first discipline that we're going to look at is study. We're going to studying scripture. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's where we find a lot of people really struggle. And I, I had shared on a previous podcast that I used to look at the Bible like a porcupine, you know, yeah. and very, yep. um, and I like that visual because it, it, it just really, um, but I feel like a lot of people feel that way. They just may not have known it, that it's very difficult to figure out what your entry point is. Well, here's your entry point, folks. Yep. Like yep. we're going to deep dive into studying scripture and we're starting here because this is where the truth is found. Right. This is where um, all other spiritual disciplines are outlined. This is where um, like God's purpose and plan for our life is outlined. So we're going to start there. Mm -hmm. Um, and the Bible is really clear that in order to discipline ourselves towards godliness, first Timothy just told us that yeah. discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. Right. So, and we have to use scripture to do that. That's our guide. That's where truth is found. That's exactly right. And so in this book, the celebration of discipline, I like this definition. It said, you know, study is the specific kind of experience in which through careful attention to reality, the mind is enabled to move in a certain direction. Mm. It's good, and um, and so when we when we study, we're we're gearing our mind towards um, certain things, which make it a reality for mm -hmm. our lives. Um, let's uh, let's not skip over the point that the Pharisees were were great at studying scripture ooh, thank too. You. So yes. so yes. the goal of the Pharisees was not to be godly. Godly well, or Christ-minded, though. It, so, that's right. It wasn't to be Christ-minded. They thought they were being godly, but in their their definition of what godly was. Right. So I think I think it's 
it's a good thing to touch on that because we need to think about our motivations for right. studying scripture yes. and what the purpose behind it is. Yes. And I know we've we've talked about that extensively, but I do think it's easy to fall into the trap of mm-hmm. like the Pharisees did. Right. Well, and that's why it brings us right back around to what we talked about last week, which is our focus, right? Defining our focus, mm-hmm. focus, T-shirt. T-shirt, nice, right. nice. Um, but defining our focus, you know, so, I, and that's, that's motivation, you know, we got to figure out what is our motivation for doing this. And we all have our own motivations. Like the Bible says that it should be to gear us towards godliness, right? right? But mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't start there. Right. Sometimes our motivation is to figure out how we can't be, or how we can get out of depression, or sadness, you know. I've even had it said to me that someone just wants to really have that biblical knowledge. Right. And knowledge is a beautiful thing, but if that's our sole purpose, then we are more like the Pharisees. Right. Right? Yes. Well, and knowledge... um, Which God can use that because if that's our starting point, he can still use that. Right, right. Well, knowledge and application, they go hand in Mm -hmm, hand. They do. And so it's, it's not enough to just know things. It's, it's got to be a transformative process. Mm-hmm. And through that transformation, we get um, closer to godliness. Right. So it is a, it's a all-encompassing. And, and that's what I think, too, is in the research that I've done is there's a lot of people who will do one or the other. Or they'll, you know, they, they want to, even just in general, when we talk about secular things, they want to be physically fit but not emotionally fit. Yeah, you know? or, yeah, that makes sense. Or mm-hmm. spiritually stable but not, you know, take care of their health. Or, you know, like they want to go and be in nature and be with God, but they don't want to read the word. Mm-hmm. Like when we're talking about these things, what we're, we're working towards is a whole person experience, right. relationship, mm-hmm. where, you know, God created us in a, in a whole process. He created our spirit. He created our emotions. He created our body. You know, none, none is um, as good as it can be without the other. There is a total body. I mean, God himself is three. Three, is and, three one. and one. Right. You know, and so there's, there's multiple facets of ourselves that, um, that we have to pay attention to. Um, so when we talk about scripture, mm-hmm. I feel like I've been, I've been bebopping around. Like, I'm just, I'm super feisty today. Um, but there's, there's four steps that are kind of outlined that are that we're going to practice um, over the next couple of weeks as we kind of deep dive into mm-hmm. scripture and studying scripture. Um, and so there's the four things that we need to do when we study scripture is we need to do it repeatedly. Repetition, repetition, repetition. And any teacher knows that that's how children learn. Mm-hmm. Adults are no different. They are no different. So we need to be consistently, repeatedly studying. Uh, concentration. So concentration, um, I know that sounds uh, like that would be a natural step to, you know, if you open the Bible and you read, but how often have you opened the Bible and been like, I need to fold laundry. <laughs> or you hear the noise of the kids in the background right. and you can't really focus. You're reading, but you're rereading it four times because mm-hmm. you're doing two things at once. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so um, for parents who are listening, that's a, that's a really... Shut yourself in your closet or the bathroom, parents. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> that's a really big deal. So, um, so figuring out, you know, again, like um, going back to consistency. So what is, what is a way that you consistently... Um, concentrate on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's a, if you're going to, if we're going to start to study the Bible, how right. do we build that consistency right. and how do we keep bring our focus um, towards where it needs to be when we've got so many distractions? So a couple of concrete things that you can do that I have tried 
because I do have three kids of my own at home and life is busy. For sure. Right? So I do have um, the Bible on CD for my mm, car. Yeah. And for those that don't use CDs anymore, I'm sure you can get it on your phone and Bluetooth right. that, you know, there you go. <laughs> Um, also I have tried, um, earbuds at night when I'm laying in bed and just Mm -hmm. listening to it, Mm -hmm. listening to scripture. So you almost have to sometimes get a little bit creative Creative. to, to be able to do the concentration piece that you're talking about. Right. Because that, that's just where we are in the world today, you know, and, and when we, when we talk about the Bible, there's going to be, as we go forward, we're going to talk about it, but you know, there's, there's a historical aspect of it that, you know, the Bible was written thousands of years ago and um and so some of the things that they dealt with uh then that we're not dealing with today right. but we're but the we have to understand where we're at mm-hmm. and where um you know where our concentration has been uh shifted so that we can get it back on track um and so the third step is comprehension so it's not um just the truth but the knowledge of the truth that sets us free that's right. what's in the bible you know like we we have to know it. If we don't know it at a visceral spiritual level, then it's very hard to apply it. And so, um, and remember the, the spirit is who gives us the knowledge of scripture. He will open our minds and our eyes to the truth of scripture. Um, so if you're, if there are passages that you're just struggling with, Mm -hmm. pray on them and then get a good study Bible too. But the Holy spirit will open our eyes to the truth that's in scripture. Right. Absolutely. So then the fourth step is reflection. So it's really focusing on and reflecting on the significance of what you are reading. Um, I, that's a step that I miss. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess I do reflect it at odd times, though. Right. You know, I'll read something or hear something and reflect when I'm in the car. Right. But I don't take, that's one thing, that's a step that I feel like I miss. I don't, I don't sit down and just really process it out and reflect on what I'm reading. Yeah. A lot of times. I'll think about it later, but. I don't have that problem. <laughs> oh, Maria's our thinker. She's our thinker in the group. I don't stop reflecting. Yeah, I she processes to, everything out. That's right. And most often with Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the reflection piece is, is very important because. You know, again, if we go through all four steps, we're we're repeatedly in the word mm-hmm. because once we re- when we start to repeatedly read, we will see things repeated in scripture, and um, you like that. you'll see patterns. That's yeah, right. that's right. I like. I was trying to see how often I could use the word repeat. repeated. Um, <laughs> you know, so but we've got repetition, and then we um, through that repetition, we start to begin to um, to concentrate, to focus on our mind on what we're reading and what is the significance of that, and then we really um, we we pray and we use the Holy Spirit to help us comprehend it and mm-hmm. to apply it mm-hmm. into our lives today and why it was significant in the world back then. Um, and then we reflect on it, you know, so uh, what is God's perspective? What is he trying to get us to see? And, um, you know, 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture yeah. is inspired by God. Everything in this Bible, even the Old Testament is... Especially the Old Testament. Right, yeah. exactly, is inspired by yeah. God. And so if we are going to grow as Christians towards the relationship with him, then we have to know what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is very intimidating to start off. And, and I, one thing I want to um, say is I think, it, I think sometimes we forget in the church that um, because it becomes easy, you know, like... Uh, for me, this is my job 
to be able to study and to learn how to teach and to help people grow and right. you know but living in in the in the world outside of um, ministry where it's not your job it's very difficult to say well how am I supposed to have time for that and how am I supposed to you know get in there and do this and this isn't this is not natural to me it's mm -hmm. not something that I've really been forced to kind of mm -hmm. um, develop and then for those of you who haven't grown up in the church which is a lot of people it is a lot of people you yeah. know like mm -hmm. um, one thing that I, I think is really great is uh, you know my daughter we we're sending them to Christian school and she comes home and she sings um you know, the books of the Bible. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's so great. But, you know, I still don't know the books of the Bible. <laughs> you know, like I couldn't tell you from the beginning to the end all the books of mm -hmm. the Bible. Um, I can now tell you kind of like if you say uh, like where's First Corinthians, I can say, oh, that's in the New Testament. And that's like a win. Right. You know what I right, mean? Right. But, but we have to we have to recognize that and we do recognize that this is not something that is easy. And for a lot of us, especially in today's world where there's so many people that have left Christianity mm -hmm. or you know I, I read something yesterday that said that um, there's less people hearing the gospel now than ever you know like in the world that we live in with the amount of technology that we have people there's less people hearing the gospel it's because of the amount ever. of distraction right the amount of distraction that's in the world now I mean it's so easy to do other things right and put those things above the important things, the eternal right. things, right? And we mm -hmm. talked about that last week. We talked about narrowing down your focus. What right. is your focus? Are you vertically minded? And then those distractions, weeding those out mm -hmm. and creating that time. Right, right. And so if that's like, if that's where we're at, you know, if we're at this place where we've got, we've got so many things that are um, distracting us and keeping us emotionally just... Um, jailed you know like that's how I feel like a lot of us are feeling right now is that we're emotionally struggling um that's impacting our spiritual maturity and so we have to decide like what are what are we going to do about it and this is where we start with spiritual disciplines with spiritual disciplines right. yep. and remember the spiritual disciplines are a means to godliness mm -hmm. so if that's your goal right like we talked about last week if we want to mm -hmm. be godly if we want to keep our eyes on Jesus, mm -hmm. then spiritual disciplines are incredibly important in a Christian's life. Yes. And, and we are going to fail. Oh, for sure. 100%. I was we just are going to gonna fail. Yep. So, yep. and we are not perfect at it. Actually. I'm, I'm pretty not, terrible at it. Actually. I'm not, yeah. I'm not consistent like I should be. Yep. Um, so we're all in it together, but if that's our focus, then that's, that's what we're working toward. Mm -hmm. Yes. Holy spirit. There's nothing, there's nothing that will, like doing these spiritual disciplines isn't going to save your soul. Like right. the, your, your salvation is through Jesus Christ alone and his death on the cross. But what spiritual disciplines are, are the sanctification of us, the mm. process of growing, growing more, more godly, holy, more, more. Yes. Right. So, so if you believe in Jesus, you're saved, but the sanctification process is very important. And why do we want to even be sanctified? Right. Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. If we're if we're saved by God's grace, well, I I believe, and this is me. I believe in my own life. I love my Jesus. Yeah, He died for me. Right. And if my purpose is to be a lover and follower of Christ Jesus, mm -hmm. then I want to know who this Jesus is. I right. want to know who my God is, and I want to be more more like Him. I right. want to. Right. So I'm able to be a light in this world. Right. 
mm-hmm. and shine his light for others to see who he is. And mm-hmm. this world needs that. Absolutely. And I would say for me, uh, uh, in it's got some similar outcomes than you, but where it starts for me is I've seen how much God has done in my life Mm -hmm. because if you knew where I came from, you would be, there's no other explanation than the grace of Jesus Christ for the reason why I'm sitting here today. And so for me, the reason why I want to grow and is because God has called me to lead in his church. Mm -hmm. And in order for me to do that, I got to, I got to put to bed all the junk from my past and I can only do that through Jesus Christ. And so this that wherever you're at on that spectrum that God's calling you to the same place. Yeah. So if you are are feeling today like you are unsure of what that looks like for you or maybe you view the Bible as a porcupine, I got you. You know, we we both we both do. We all do here at Southridge. We will walk with you. We want to walk with you. We don't want to just um, we say it every week. We don't want to just speak things out into the world. We want to participate in your your mm-hmm. walk and your life. And um, remember, one of the spiritual disciplines is actually participating in the corporate mm-hmm. church. Right. So you'll get there if yep. you if you don't have that desire yet. Right. You'll get there. You will. Because I didn't have the desire. I didn't I like, either. Please. I did not either. Please don't make me read this. Why but are these people going to church every week? That's I don't right. get it. You but know? I will tell you that it does, it does, it does come. And so with the Spirit's work, it does with come. With the Spirit's work. That's right. Yep. And so we're going to be moving um, like over the, the really the next couple of months. Like we're really going to take our time because, because nothing happens quickly in God's plan. No, his timing is not our timing. (laughs) Exactly. And so we're going to focus for the next couple of weeks on scripture. And I would invite you to do the same. So we're going to read scripture Mm -hmm. and each week we're going to come back and we're going to talk about what God has revealed Mm -hmm. through the practice of repetition, concentration, comprehension, and reflection. And maybe we could even just to, to help with the focus of this, maybe we can even give a book Mm-hmm. that we can be reading, if, whether it's Romans or Acts or right. whatever. We right. could we can maybe, if that's helpful to those that are listening, right. maybe we could all read that together and then come back. That would be a great idea. Okay. So, um, so we'll figure that out. <laughs> we'll figure we'll, that out. We'll put, it, we'll put yeah. it out on social media. Well, yeah. No, if, if you're following the podcast, um, then you know that it goes out on YouTube and it goes out on Spotify and it goes out in a weekly email if you're attached to Southridge. Um, if you're not attached to Southridge, then you get attached to Southridge. But, mm-hmm. um, but what we can do is we can, we can add a little more meat to that email that goes out in our descriptions in our um, podcast so that you have something to hook into. Um, but that's where we're going to be focused, and we're doing it with you. This is not a we're going to say or, you know, to do this and then not do it also but um join with us in that process and and see what god has in store for you and where he's taking your relationship uh, and godliness Mm -hmm. and we hope you have a great week we'll see you next time